Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today's Monday, March 22nd, 2021. Spring is here. Spring has sprung, so to speak. The first day of spring was this weekend. And so this week, I want to share some poems with you that are spring-themed. And I'm going to begin with a poet who has a birthday this month, or would have had a birthday this month. It is R.S. Thomas Ronald Stuart Thomas. He is a Welsh poet, and he was also a priest, an Anglican priest. And he lived from March 29th, 1913 to the 25th of September in the year 2000. Thomas was a delightful, very interesting poet who managed to be pretty successful by the end of his life by poet standards. His uh, his final book sold 20,000 copies uh, each just in Britain alone. So, uh, you know, that's pretty good for a poet. And the poem that I'm going to read today is called Spring Equinox. I'm actually reading it out of a really nice book. It's called A Nature Poem for Every Day of the Year. It's edited by Jane McMorland Hunter the, from Batsford. That's the publishing company. If you head over to uh, our Goldberry Books bookshop.org page, you can find it there. So uh, head over to bookshop.org slash shop slash Goldberry Books and you can find this. It's really a lovely book. There's a nature poem for every day of the year. And then there's also a book called A Nature Poem for Every Night of the Year, which has just a slightly different vibe to it and is equally as fun, equally as delightful. So here is R.S. Thomas' poem, Spring Equinox. Do not say, referring to the sun, its journey northward has begun, as though it were a bird, annually migrating, that now returns to build in rich trees its nest of golden grass. Do not belie its lusty health with words such as imply a pallid invalid recuperating. The age demands the facts, therefore be brief. Others will sense the simile and say, we are turning towards the sun's indifferent ray. Well, following the weekend on which spring began, on which we actually had a spring equinox, had to share a poem about then called the spring equinox. Of course, the equinox is when the sun is positioned directly above the Earth's equator. Now, I don't know the exact times that that, that, that happens. So I'm not, this is, this is definitely not a, a science podcast. <laughs> Far from it. But it marks the first day of spring, and thus does, in fact, mark the sun's journey northward. And yet, the poet here tells us in this little poem, do not say its journey northward has begun as though it were a bird that's, ma- that's migrating and is now returning home. Don't confuse it for something that is sick, he says, and is finally recovering. The sun's absence, its dislocation, was not a symptom of an illness, but rather the natural order of things. And then at the end of the poem, he says, the age demands the facts. Therefore, be brief. A little bit of irony there, it feels like. Because then he comes out and he says, we are turning towards the sun's indifferent ray, which is a beautiful poetic line to end a poem with. But it takes it out of the realm of the science of things, right? And instead takes it into the poetry of things. We, he says, are turning towards the sun's indifferent ray. The sun, he says, doesn't care. And yet, 
we turn towards it. And I, I, I like this because maybe this is an overly simplistic reading, I think, but I like this because that's what we're all doing this time of year. We're so desperate for a longer day, for warmer weather, for the beauty of the flowers, for, for, for a breeze that's cool with a hint of warmth, not the, the cold winter winds that we've, we've been to varying degrees based on where we live that we've all been experiencing. The sun, the natural order of things that the poet reminds us those things are powerful. Those things are, he suggests, perhaps indifferent to us. I don't know if I would put it that way, but it's a poetic way of doing it. The sun is not returning to us. He says, we are returning to it. So I said a few minutes ago, takes the science out of it right at the end there. But the great thing about this poem is that it's both the poetry of human experience and also the science, because of course we get seasons because the earth is spinning, right? It's spinning on its axis, producing, you know, night and day and so forth, but it also spins, you know, it's also in orbit and that's creating our, our seasons. And so we are turning towards the suns in different ways. The sun does what it does. We, as we go in and out of our seasons, as we return home each year like a bird, as we, well, the earth itself recovers in the spring, we turn towards the indifferent sun. So this is one of those poems that I think asks us to think more poetically about the world around us, but also is so tied into the natural order of things in terms of the sciences that it's, it's, um, there's a lot going on in these, these, uh, what is it? Two, four, six, eight, ten lines. So I, I enjoy this poem a lot. I enjoy R.S. Thomas a lot, and I hope you liked it too. So I'll read it one more time for you. Spring Equinox by R.S. Thomas. Do not say, referring to the sun, its journey northward has begun, as though it were a bird annually migrating that now returns to build in rich trees its nest of golden grass. Do not belie its lusty health with words such as imply of pallid invalid recuperating. The age demands the facts, therefore be brief. Others will sense the simile and say, we are turning towards the sun's indifferent ray. This has been The Daily Poem, which is produced by Goldberry Studios. Post-production is done by Logan Green. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.